to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. My name is Charlie Wallace. And I'm Adam Gobeski, and we've got with us four exciting guests who will introduce themselves in order of how much they've played the most recent Zelda and Metroid games. <laughs> oh. I assume I'm first, and I am Kevin Vredevog, and I am excited to be here today. And uh, I'm assuming I'm next having played a few minutes of <laughs> the Metroid Prime remake. <laughs> uh, did I say my name? It's great to nope. be here. Uh, I'm Paul. <laughs> I'm Doug. I haven't played either of those games, but I'm assuming that uh, Tony possibly won't even be able to name them. So, yeah, happy to be here. And I'm Tony Huff, and yes, uh, Doug, you're correct. I, I don't know anything. <laughs> Other than um, Frasier and Civilization, those are the, the two things I know. That's <laughs> just a Frasier computer oh, game? Or so you game? are familiar with the newest Zelda game, Frasier Civilization. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if it was actually Frasier Civilization? Wow. You know what? I'm going to develop it. I, I'm just imagining like playing Minecraft, and you, you discover you know a village, and all the villagers are Frasier characters in like minecraft <laughs> but they still talk like the normal villagers like they eat toss salad and scrambled eggs yeah or would they mind that i don't know enough about minecraft either so <laughs> i'm guessing there isn't a lot of overlap <laughs> so between the fans just feels like a missed opportunity uh, some sort of game where fraser is the hero yeah there really I needs to be Fortnite's more coming <laughs> yeah I assume it'd be like an adventure game or like a walking sim. <laughs> no, side scroller, side scrolling platformer. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. You know, like release it on the platform that would have been the most popular when the show was on. So the NES. Is that one? When did what? No, year's... not Cheers. It was on. When did it end? Like two thousand one or so. Two thousand three. Yeah. Uh, my guess is Adam is. <laughs> making a point about the popularity specifically as opposed to most Aww. recently released. Am I right? Am I right? I'm just uh, having a, a good time. <laughs> I'm amusing myself here. <laughs> I just assumed right, he meant is he tears. Eating? <laughs> yeah. That's part of having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even participating in the podcast. He's just eating. <laughs> he introduced. I can only eat when you guys are listening to me, though. That's the issue. Yeah. <laughs> the only person who calls you when he's about to sit down to dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how's it going? I just sat down for dinner. Hey, hey I hope I'm not calling at a bad time. I know. You might <laughs> certainly is down me. to dinner. <laughs> it's very, I'm really inconveniencing myself. Here, <laughs> I hope you're not sitting down to dinner because I want you to be able to listen to me eating dinner. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can eat dinner together. Oh, all right. That's okay. generous. Yeah, just as long as I dominate. <laughs> as long as your chewing can be heard over, <laughs> right, uh, over that of your families, and you have me on speakerphone around the dinner table. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait to have dinner with Adam, and we just have buckets of spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Charlie, are you ready for a uh, one of our favorite segments to make a comeback? Oh yeah, let's do it 
It's time for texts from Adam. Oh, okay. Let's do it. So this was a text sent by me to Paul Wilcox and Tony Huff on March 20th, 2023 at 5.11 a.m. local Arizona time. (laughs) Here's the text. Just had a dream about a brand of canned vegetables called Yowie Tutawi, which was filled Mm -hmm. with miniature eggplants and cucumbers. In this dream, I called you both over in the store to marvel at it, and we spent a bunch of time trying to figure out what Towie meant. Our best guess was table, and while we were there, the stalker was like, man, I don't know why they called it that. Ain't nobody going to buy it with a name like that. (laughs) (laughs) So Paul responded with, this is amazing, and now I just can't stop repeating Yowie to Towie over and over in my head. (laughs) This is real intrusive thought. It's my mantra now. (laughs) So I just wanted to make sure that that was memorialated on the podcast. Have we really have we talked about it before? We've talked about it a lot, but I don't know it's come up on the podcast. Oh, okay. I was like, I feel like there's probably a lot of references without context. That's something when you reference it, I assumed it was from, I think you should leave. (laughs) But I couldn't remember what it was. But no, it's from your dream. That could be a new segment. Like, (laughs) I think you should leave or a dream I have. Is that that when I responded, I can't know how to hear any more about tables? Yes, that was your response. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, now you know about Yowie to Towie. So to be clear, canned cucumbers. Like miniature cucumbers? Miniature cucumbers. Like gherkins that aren't pickled, basically. So not pickled. Yeah, non-pickled and miniature eggplants, if such a thing exists. And the label was, like, (laughs) really classy. Like, it was a bigger can, like a fatter can, and it was, like, you know, like, hand-drawn and, like, that sort of pencil style. (laughs) Wow. It it was something, it was a line done by Eddie Munster. Is that from something? (laughs) I think you should leave. Tables. (laughs) Tables. Tables! (laughs) I know. It's after he, uh, you know, he's getting into the vegetable business after, you know, kicking her corn. corn. (laughs) I think I've watched too much of that show. (laughs) So what do you think about that, Charlie? I like the segment. We should should continue it. (laughs) All right, moving on. (laughs) I like the idea (laughs) of the segment. (laughs) What's that? What, text from Adam? Yeah been a while (laughs) he he gets excited about the the philosophical segment more about the the really into the format of that story i can't wait to hear what the next now i'm just salty because you didn't also text me i would have appreciated hearing that (laughs) (laughs) it was so random that i just dropped it in the paul and tony chat oh that's fair also it was really early in the morning Uh, (laughs) I'm upset, but I understand. <laughs> and I would have done the same. Well, now you know how I feel when you don't tell me things about your life. Yeah. That's well, the sound of the burn. Was that on like a Saturday? Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I need to lo- open a calendar. Oh, don't make it. Don't make it a, like a Saturday. Thing. March 20th. It was a Monday. Oh, okay. it was a Monday at 5 a.m. Arizona time. Yeah. As in, I woke up from the dream and I was like i need to text tony and paul this so that they know and i don't forget oh, okay 
Because I remember Brianne later saying to me, why were you up at five on your phone? (laughs) (laughs) It's because you dream journal now in the form of text messages. (laughs) Right. There's no reason. I wasn't texting. (laughs) I wasn't talking about Yowie to Towie. (laughs) (laughs) I was just trying to figure out what that, what time that was for me. Because that feels like the kind of thing that I'd roll over in bed and read and go back to sleep, but came in at 8.11, which meant that I was still doing that. And, well, <laughs> that's where I'm 11. like still in bed, but I'm like, oh, I really got to get out of bed. I got, I, got, I got two more alarms to go off before I really have to get out of bed. Is everyone like that? I set an alarm for the person that I want to be. And then an alarm for the person that I am. <laughs> yeah, I do that. And also every five minute increment in between yeah. those. No, I'm a one alarm and done guy. Are you really? What? Oh, monster. Awesome. Well, wait, but no, you live like you, you sleep with somebody. So yes, I do. And they are not a one alarm and done. So <laughs> I get rewoken a lot. <laughs> You don't just shake her awake and, you know, like eventually just prop her upright and be like, you got, you got to go to work, honey. That's what I need in the form of a machine that lifts me and dresses me. I've been, <laughs> I've been talking about this. Do you want lot. the Wallace and Gromit machine? Pretty like, sure to the were rabbit. Yeah. Like dumps him out of bed, like a, a slide that just slides him into his pants. Yeah. That sounds perfect. Mm-hmm. Like that. I just need to be forcefully like awakened and prepared <laughs> by circumstances like out of my control that's the only way i could become a one alarm guy yeah I, I can't do it anytime i only set one alarm i turn it off while i'm still sleeping i've oh, only done that a couple times in my life there was a moment of my life that i, I had to set the alarm like across the room because i was doing that too much it was like just like while sleeping, turning off all the alarms and just being like, I'm sleeping. I'm pretty sure I was terminated uh, at some point because of it. <laughs> because of Tony's alarms? <laughs> yeah, he didn't set my alarm for the right time. I, I just remember. Oh, he had to do it yet in his, oh. in his defense. I didn't, didn't we, know you yet. But well, Paul, we famously. still your job. We famously missed a, a plane to Arizona because of missed alarms. Yeah, I learned a lot that day. <laughs> was it missed alarms? I thought it was stopping to listen to the Doobie Brothers. Well, there's multiple layers to it. <laughs> I mean, you can't be moving <laughs> while you listen to Michael McDonald. You have to pull over. It's dangerous. <laughs> there were layers to that day, Adam. I know. I'm aware. <laughs> We got onto a plane <laughs> that we were like, oh, this is a great. We made it on. And then we're kicked off the plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, sorry. Why were you kicked off the plane? We... Indecent exposure. Uh, no. <laughs> Tale as no. old as time. <laughs> this, was, this was when everyone was telling us not to wear a mask. So Paul said he wouldn't wear what? No. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. I, I showed them where I was actually wearing my mask. You know. <laughs> <laughs> So because we had missed a flight, we got into like, I don't even know where we ended up changing our flight. We went someplace else and then we tried to do standby on a flight that would have gotten to Arizona a little earlier. And they were like, yep, you're good. They sent us on. And then apparently like the people that had those tickets 
were actually there and they messed it up and it was going to be either just one of us, me or Paul was going to be able to go. So we decided to both go. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I could have just stayed in my seat and (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I guess I'll hang out in Detroit with you. (laughs) I thought we had made it someplace. But yeah, it it was crazy. It was one of the crazier things. Yeah, yeah, it was wild. I remember the guy. He had like the walkie-talkie. I'm standing at the podium with him. I think you were yeah. already in there and seated. Okay, it, it it was like a real action movie situation. Like he was running down the <laughs> gangway, <laughs> and I was like jogging behind him. Like <laughs> I'm like a regular Tom Cruise right now. You don't know what's happening, but you're trying to match his energy. I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was like really bringing the energy. Like I was, I loved it. And I'm like texting Adam, like, "All right, we're gonna make it at this time now." After I told him we weren't gonna, like, like giving him like three separate plans. <laughs> It was a crazy five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Original plan, Adam. <laughs> Gotta get it at 10 p.m. or whatever time it was. That was when Paul learned that if you miss your flight, they don't just make you pay for another flight. <laughs> well, I wonder what's the how late can you be and still have that? happen? <laughs> like, can you show up the next day? Like, oops. <laughs> <laughs> But I need a flight today. <laughs> I was supposed to have one yesterday, but, uh, you know, things happen. <laughs> I think provided that you're not like a repeat offender or whatever, the tickets usually say you have one year from the time that it was issued to use those credits. Hmm. Oh, so, so I should be I should be playing the market on <laughs> plane tickets is what you're saying. <laughs> well, I mean, like, like buy it now. <laughs> Yeah, for, yeah. For like today. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if there's if there's a difference, I'm sure you have to pay the difference. But like, if you paid six hundred, you get six hundred dollars worth of credit toward that flight for the next year or so. Oh, okay. So the opposite of what I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I and it's I'm not pretty, like buying stock. And yeah, and, and I'm 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 fairly certain it depends on the airline. Like I wouldn't go to the bank with Spirit on that. Uh, you know, <laughs> what I bank with Spirit? What are you talking about? <laughs> I just buy a bunch of Spirit tickets. I gotta I gotta go. I gotta drive to the airport and pick up a money order. <laughs> All right. Well, that was my topic. Uh, I am glad that everyone is here today because we're supposed to do a podcast on Friday, but I had to bail. So unfortunately, why'd you have to bail? (laughs) So my, Oh, well, you already know the answer to this. You prompted. <laughs> you know how those farmers are. When they need their work done, they need it now. <laughs> but he already has a wife. <laughs> uh, my daughter was sick, which meant that I had to, not only did we have a hard time putting her down and making sure that she stayed asleep, wow. but also. You know you can, you, you know you can <laughs> heal kids, right? Harsh. It's not like a puppy. <laughs> But also, (laughs) our uh, thermostat was broken, which means I had to fix the thermostat, which led to a lot of of texts from you guys asking me why I needed to fix the thermostat and don't understand how to keep my house cool. How, what was the temperature? It was 65 (laughs) degrees out. I don't understand. I need more information about why it was urgent. Uh, During the day, it was, it got up to 80? 
And so the house Ooh. stayed 80. For <laughs> like it got reason. up that high because the thermostat was broken and was running the furnace? No, I have no idea why it got up that high. Like, it just kept going up over the course of the day and it didn't stop. And so... Yeah, that's what how these... temperatures work. No, I mean, but like in the evening, like it kept... It's like, I don't know. It's you gotta not open worth explaining. the windows, Charlie. I can tell you... No, so, it is wait, worth explaining. I'm confused. Was the furnace accidentally on all day, which heated your house up, or it was 80 outside? It was 80 outside. Okay. What? It was. It got up to 80 in Madison. I agree with you, Charlie. Yeah. It got up to 80 here. <laughs> I mean, how different of a weather system could it have been that yeah. day? It was Never, 65 I was running my AC like a madman. Never open the windows. Anyway, yeah. this, is just, this is just a segue for me to complain about thermostats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Walburn taught that to me. Never open the windows on third floor when you're painting in the middle of summer, no matter how much you might want to. <laughs> Wait, why? He had some theory that if you opened the windows at night, left them open all night, and then closed them in the morning, that it would actually be cooler. So don't open the windows while you're painting during the day. <laughs> it was <laughs> oh my gosh I mean, he was kind of right but not really right yeah exactly he, like he if everyone went into the rooms by themselves and closed the doors or something he did he doesn't understand like the the cooling effects of evaporative uh, you know like <laughs> uh, sweating you know like it's amazing <laughs> what our bodies do so charlie doesn't have windows I do, but every room in the house is like a different like window. Some yeah, of the windows work, some <laughs> of the windows rooms don't work. work. <laughs> Got to go into all sorts of different rooms, opening all sorts of windows. I mean, no who has, has the time, time for it? I know. <laughs> I, I've never. I yeah. I I don't. I don't see how you can stand open them though. I'm not even joking. This is you know. I don't think I've ever opened a window in this house. There's bugs and pollen. Except to install the, the window unit. <laughs> the first thing you do is you get angry at the thermostat, and then you think you can fix it in five minutes. And then as five <laughs> minutes passes, and then you haven't fixed it, and you think it's going to take another five minutes. And, and then you've spent a long time trying to fix the thermostat instead of opening windows. That's where all your window opening time is gone. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you think you were going to fix a thermostat? Yeah, are you HVAC qualified, Charlie? Easily cuttable s- section, but it's a smart thermostat no, we gotta keep so a nest thermostat which was installed by the previous owner of the house which was not wired correctly in the back what is a nest thermostat a nest thermostat is a google smart home thermostat so that it can send what makes you, it smart it can send you email alerts if there's something wrong or you can actually if you hook it up to your phone it can tell when you leave the house just by where your phone is and therefore change the temperature oh. based on whether you're there or not. Which do you have that like incredibly dystopian. Wait, I, I so... do not use any of the functions of it. It's horrible. So did you... <laughs> so you did you eat it. <laughs> oh, I did, did not need it, no. Learn... I thought you said, did you eat it? <laughs> no, I started talking about batteries again. As with all things that upset Charlie, he immediately ingested it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so did you realize it was broken because it sent you an email saying it was? I realized it was broken but the day before. It said that the temperature had gone up, I think, eight degrees over a few hours, even though I had it on, like to air condition. 
we explain that away because there is like a fan, like a um, house fan at the top, on the top floor that pulls air up away Ooh, from the thermostat, which car turned on around that time. So she's like, well, it might have actually changed temperature near the thermostat. Did you have much. the windows open? Yeah, for an attic fan, you should have the windows open. Because otherwise it's not going to do anything. Right. Yeah. yeah. At that point, we did. Yeah. Okay, good. But... I just like to create negative air pressure. (laughs) I love when the door just slams. I need need it to be 0.999997 atmospheres in there. Makes me feel like I'm going in space. (laughs) I really realized it was broken when the next day, like the temperature was going up and then I went to it. And I was like, oh, it's not running right now. It should be running. And so I reset it, and then it started running, and then immediately shuts off. And after some Google searching, it's like, oh, it has a battery, and the battery is dying because it's not wired correctly. And the wire that I need doesn't exist in this was it AC a, is system. It a three, is it a three-wire? Yeah, it's two? like, they yeah, need so like three. the C, yeah. But like the common wire or something like that. And it's certainly not, yeah. it may exist on this unit, it's certainly not. The wire isn't how, dragged up through how, the wall, so. How old is the furnace? Oh, like 10 years old, probably. Okay, so it's going to have two wire. I love this. I want more of the podcast to be this. <laughs> Tony diagnoses Charlie's HVAC <laughs> issues. I'm sorry. I, I'm a former homeowner, so I, I know this issue. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. I want more of it. The Nest has, like, an internal battery, right, that doesn't charge properly unless you have that connected but it's been running for like a year so it must have been gradually discharging and i was like all right crap the thing's broken i take it off the wall and there's a micro usb on the back and i'm like oh maybe i can charge it i charge it for a couple hours it helped but doesn't go up to like the full voltage it needs to which you can actually check in the system settings replace the battery yeah you might be able to if you get a bunch of screws and go buy a new battery which is probably i, I don't have no idea what that heat up the glue like with a blow A's? dryer <laughs> no it's not double a's it's like a rechargeable battery what <laughs> i know is it a is it like a like one i don't forget how to what they're called but like uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did tell us he forgot what they were called. I don't know like, what we were expecting. A lithium ion. <laughs> they're like they're they're like a it's like almost like a quarter or half dollar type. Like you know what I mean? They're flat. I don't think. Oh, I the have... CR twenty thirty two. No. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like it's you can, you can charge it with. You're supposed to be able to. Yeah, it's well, supposed I to be able think... to charge via the. It's like a phone, like where you yeah. don't have direct access to it's the like battery. Little, it's just a charger. Oh, Lithium ion yeah. battery pack in there. Oh, yeah. I, Maybe I, it's I a nickel cadmium battery phone. in there. It could be. So I in any case, break my even if try. I did replace it, like, I don't have the crop proper wire, wiring, so it's going to happen again. Yeah. But I was like, well, there is a micro USB, but I can't plug in the micro USB while it's attached properly to the wall. So I'll put a picture on the blog of what I did. I had to basically dismantle it and have it hanging from the wall, but plugged in. Is that the same picture you sent us? Yeah. Okay, that was pretty awesome. All right, but none of this explains why you didn't just do what you did the previous night and turn on the attic fan and open some windows. Because when I get busy doing something, I don't consider things like that. (laughs) And then I get focused and I have to fix the problem. Measure once, cut twice. 
How well does that go for you typically? <laughs> Measure once, cut twice. <laughs> uh, I mean, I get things done. Like, I was able to solve the problem, but... <laughs> if by solve the problem, do you mean you went and bought a new thermostat? Eventually. <laughs> I mean, the, did, the, the solution worked. When it's plugged in, it works. Buy a different brand. Oh, yeah, it's a dumb thermostat. Is it just like the nice round Honeywell? Yeah. Yeah, those are awesome. I'm more of a Siemens boy. I'm more of a, a, a Sentry Alarm Systems guy here. Paul, kind of thermostat I, I, I more just I apply. <laughs> I, I short the wires like in the wall when I need it to start. You know. <laughs> Paul, Paul goes down. I and go actually, raw. He he just turns it on and off from the, the real yeah. hot wire. He, he turns it on and off from the breaker. <laughs> <laughs> Do not touch unless you want air conditioning. <laughs> I had considered that briefly. I was like, well, what if I just, you know, just finish the circuit and then go downstairs and like flip on and off the the AC switch? Like, that's one way you could use it, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's probably. what happened at my house. Uh, they basically wired the condensing unit wrong. And so I only had control from the breaker and then i moved <laughs> and then i moved <laughs> is that why you moved cut that because i don't know if i can get trouble for this <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean those <laughs> the private investigators you know they're they're good at digging these things up right, yeah, I, was, I didn't say actually... you're gonna kill the president <laughs> what i'm not gonna say that i'm gonna kill the president oh. adam oh sh- say it again i didn't get the first time <laughs> I, didn't my phone. I like that he said he was gonna flip his phone <laughs> anyway i do appreciate you all being here on two mother's days day? after we yes on mother's day two days after we said we were going to do this and you're all here more than otherwise would have been here yeah yeah i wasn't gonna be here originally yeah. I'm not even supposed to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do that, Adam. Bozo did that. Did you make this? What? No. Bozo did the dub. Not it has a one view. <laughs> no, it's like, it's what he wanted to say in the thing. Bozo did it. Well, I got some chips, too. I think Doug's got some chips. I do. I'm not looking forward to them. <laughs> <laughs> so we wait, this what is this about the, the chips? They're they're mustard or they're ketchup or or all of the above? Um, yeah, there's new Doritos. You right. can buy mustard or ketchup. That's it, or I, hot mustard, like they give you at the Chinese restaurant. Oh, I mean that sounds good though. Firstly, Adam sent out a text to everyone pointing out that the hot mustard existed. And I think Doug took that as a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> I happened to be at the store when I noticed. I was like, oh, let me look. And I found the tangy ketchup, but they did not have the hot mustard. Did they have the creamy mayonnaise? Plain flavor. It's like cool ranch Doritos. Oops, no specs. Or Just, buttermilk. No, 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 like, uh, no, no little green and red flecks. Smooth. But then I uh, went home with the groceries. I'd forgotten an important component of what Carl was making for dinner. And I had to go back to the store. But not the same store. I was like, I might as well go to a different store and see if they have the hot mustard. Which they did. So I got that as well. 
Oh, I can compare them. <laughs> Do different combinations, etc. Yeah, I didn't. This is an I can't update. wait to learn what drink we're going to make you put them in. <laughs> <laughs> I already have an idea, so I have a proposal for for this. <laughs> a modest proposal. Uh, I assume it's going to be a glass of hot dog water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what he drinks. That's his go-to beverage. <laughs> I really love a meat-flavored water. Uh, but Doug, yeah, what did you uh, what did you get a hold of? Uh, I went to the store specifically to get the the new Doritos and they did not have them. And instead I got this Kettle brand limited edition special sauce flavor. This is a real condiment chip based taste <laughs> test. <laughs> special. Yeah, like it just says on the back, unique blend of ingredients and spices that create a flavor that's hard to describe. <laughs> is it Thousand Island? It's always such a compliment. Someone got uh, paid me, to write that. Let me check the ingredients. Someone earned minimum wage to write that. Tastes <laughs> like something. I'm not sure. Sugar, salt, cream, nonfat milk, mustard flour, tomato powder, honey, spices, whey, lactic acid, onion powder, citric acid, yeast extract, natural flavors, including smoke, vinegar, garlic powder. Hmm. Thousand it's Island. Everything. What concerns me is that usually when something's a special sauce, like you have the context of what it is on to <laughs> yeah. try to guess what it is. It's going to be any special sauce or one that doesn't even exist. I just assume all special sauces are Big Mac sauce. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. Like I've never heard something just called special sauce that wasn't just basically Big Mac sauce knockoff. <laughs> Who's going oh. first for this horribleness? Doug's going first. Okay. Because we're not going to make him drink things with it. That's a, Char- <laughs> That's a Charlie special. All right. Well, okay. It doesn't smell horrifying. Strike That's one. That's a start. What the? <laughs> what? Why would you do this? What? Um. Yeah, it's... Very strange. Um, I should probably mention that I've only ever had a Big Mac once in my life, so I don't exactly recall what the flavor is for the sauce, but I don't think this is it. Isn't it like Thousand Island? It's mostly Thousand Island, yeah. Yeah, does Thousand Island have a lot of sugar in it? Cool. I assume. <laughs> it's a salad dressing, so yeah. Because that's like the first thing that hits you is the sugar. And then you get just kind of like a, a spice blend that uh, does not list black pepper, but kind of tastes like black pepper. Does it taste like something formerly beef? Ugh. Um, <laughs> I'll probably eat the bag just to not let it go to waste. <laughs> oh, man. Like a, like a real uh, peat chocolate candy eating from Adam. <laughs> yeah. Real Robitussin cherry Pepsi. <laughs> I, oh, yeah i forgot about that one it sounded almost more like you were gonna eat the bag itself because that would be preferable <laughs> <laughs> a little bit yeah i do not recommend this that is a don't buy is it better or worse than the reuben chips from shenana williamstown township so it's better but right. that's just because I don't like Rubens. I mean, so, those, I, I do recall the Reuben chip tasting very 
much like a Reuben. I just remember Dottie vomiting it up. <laughs> <laughs> Did she really vomit it, or was it just like her, I call kennel cough? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was the kennel cough, like, <laughs> like spitting it out. And then she like immediately went and drank a bunch of water or something. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I gotta listen to that podcast again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Charlie. All right, you're up. So we're gonna start with tangy ketchup, which seems like a weird choice for a corn chip. Like I can understand on a potato chip, but a corn chip, less less convinced. Kind of smells like nacho cheese Doritos, but like sweeter. What? Huh? It's actually kind of what it tastes like too. It tastes like nacho cheese. Yeah, Are you sure you picked up the right red bag? It says tangy ketchup. Hmm. I mean, it's not bad, but it's so sweet. Which I guess is okay in a chip. It tastes almost more like kettle-y. It's so sweet. Hmm. What? Kettle chips aren't sweet. They're just thicker cut. Well. Like kettle corn? Yeah, like kettle corn. Mm. Uh, There you go. Well, anyway. That one. I I would. I I guess it's fine. I'm going to eat it, but. (laughs) (laughs) Not as good as nacho cheese, which is kind of like your standard, so why bother? Because nacho cheese is boring? I guess. That's why I always go for spicy nacho. Nacho cheese is is the sweatpants of the Doritos world. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Even the Doritos world has sweat. I just assumed that was like a sweatpants required world. As a as a real Dorito head myself. So then what's Cool Ranch, Adam? What's that? Cool Ranch is like the khaki shorts. You know, it's not necessarily the thing that's in fashion, but you know, you do you can still wear them. Be like khaki cargo shorts. Maybe like cutoffs. Yeah, oh, cutoff like cutoff. Cargo oh, like shorts. formerly khaki pants that you you trimmed <laughs> you with some scissors. In preparation for your Halloween costume as techno Viking. <laughs> All right, so the hot mustard. Uh, smells like mustard. It's kind of a subtle. Do you smell, like mustard? Um, I like mustard. I tend to think that everyone always like if someone prepares something for you with mustard on it, it's always too much. Like mm. it's just a very thin layer of mustard. But let let's see. I just got into mustard. Like right now, you're in it. No, like, <laughs> and like the last couple months, hands. I've started to put mustard on my sandwiches, and, and I love it. I yeah, it's been a weird thing. What kind of mustard? It's uh, Target brand, seventy <laughs> cents. Oh, is it yellow, classy boy. Yeah, yeah yellow. Okay. <laughs> um, this, I mean, this actually tastes pretty good. I mean, it kind of tastes like mustard. It's got like that sort of horseradishy taste, but it doesn't go up into your nose. Like it feels like it's going to, and it doesn't. But I mean, it kind of tastes like mustard again. Kind of like sweet. Get a little bit more sweet than I'd like, but put I don't know. them together. Put that's, them together. That's yeah. the first thing I was going to do. Yeah, you might as well put them together. See what happens when you try them at the same time, as you would both condiments on like a hot dog or a hamburger. You have any hot dog flavor chips handy? I don't. Yeah. What about dill <laughs> pickle and or sour cream and onion? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually good. What's it taste like? It tastes like kind of like its own thing. I mean, it's, it's like both the flavors combined, but it actually works pretty well together. Like, I wonder if this was part of their plan 
Like people will buy them together and then put them together and try them. Well, I might eat the rest of the bag this way. I'll be upset if I have one chip left in either bag. Like I hope it's the <laughs> same amount in both. Well, that's what you have kids for, right? <laughs> or spouses. Here are my chip leavings for you. <laughs> you'll have it and you'll like it. Will you eat my chip crusts? <laughs> <laughs> Cut the edges off my Doritos. They're too sharp. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta sand. I gotta file these Doritos down. Uh, so my thought, and see if you find this agreeable, is I have some ac- actual ketchup and actual mustard here, and I can see how they oh. compare to the chips, or how combinations of them compare. Wait, you're I want willing me to, to do use this? them as yeah. dipping sauce. Right, exactly. That's that's the thing. Well, I mean, how bad could it be? <laughs> it won't be the worst thing I've eaten chip-related on this podcast, for sure. What is the worst thing you've eaten chip-related on this podcast? Now I'm curious. Uh, there's something I gagged on. That was the alcohol. <laughs> that was the chartreuse. That was the worst. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hear chartreuse is uh, hard to find now. Oh, yeah. It feels like a waste now. <laughs> <laughs> Could have sold that for a profit. <laughs> Buying all these spirit stocks. <laughs> all right, so the mustard that I have is a uh, Coops Dijon mustard. So not exactly a hot mustard, but Coops. Uh, it's the taste of France by way of Wisconsin. It says, "Oh my gosh." Very, it's very easy to find in the Madison area, at least. And then, good and gather ketchup. So target, target brand ketchup. Yep. Target. <laughs> wow, you really go all out for your family on these condiments. I oh, see. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna put a little bit on a plate of each kind, and you can just say like, dip a ketchup chip in the mustard, dip a ketchup chip in the ketchup. Or Charlie's gonna have to do everything, you know. Well, there's some as, combinations. As a ketchup connoisseur, you're a monster. <laughs> You're a monster for going with generic brand ketchup. Heinz or bust? Mm, Heinz. Heinz and bust. <laughs> Heinz and then bust. Oh dear. Now I want to see what ketchup I have. All right, start with just tasting the ketchup on its own to establish the baseline. Oh, good point. It has to be at least one tablespoon. <laughs> Do a shot of ketchup. <laughs> just squirt it straight in your mouth until it's full. Until <laughs> my taste buds no longer work. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have any ketchup. <laughs> oh, God. Until it starts to spill out the sides. <laughs> Well, it's and it tastes like ketchup. It's that's a <laughs> Robinson sketch. <laughs> it tastes like ketchup. It's sweet. I mean, I know the chips were sweet, but I, for the chips, I kind of felt like, well, just because you're making it accurate, maybe you don't want accurate. Maybe dial it back a bit with the, the sweetness on the chips. But yeah, it tastes like typical ketchup. Well, you're supposed to put them on a hot dog. Well, right. Oh, the chips. Yeah, that's that might not be bad. This segment has really like. <laughs> reoriented me (laughs) i've had such horrible things (laughs) these other things might not be as bad all right and then uh the coops mustard is it's actually in his mouth it's a bit spicier than the actual chips but kind of similar horseradishy yeah but it's fine yeah it's like france was in wisconsin or whatever (laughs) wow (laughs) i'm sure our french listeners are very offended right now (laughs) 
uh, I'm going to try a ketchup chip and the mustard. By the way, the taste of France via Wisconsin is like the most Midwestern phrase that's ever existed. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are we? I wasn't paying close enough attention. Are we sure it's the taste of France? Maybe it's just the taste of, it's just the French taste, and they're trying it to be French as mustard. Oh, it's a taste of France. Not the uh, taste. Okay. It's a taste. Mm. <laughs> uh, that was, it's not a good taste. That was fine. But still, taste, nevertheless. Still what's winning is the combination of the two chips and no, no sauce. Now I'll try a mustard and a ketchup. It's really 3 a.m. in Paris, and nothing's open except this one place that sells hot dog pizza with extra mustard. <laughs> It's that taste. This is a winner. The, what did you do? The hot mustard chips with dipping them in ketchup. It works. It's still, it's still all just sweet, though. <laughs> if I could somehow dial back that, I guess maybe I could, like, no sugar added. Uh, now, I guess we're going with everything? Everything at the same time. Wait, what happened to the opposite? Ketchup and the mustard. Oh, ketchup. Oh, I did that. I didn't do ketchup and ketchup. Oh, yeah. Yeah, ketchup and ketchup. <laughs> oh, and then yeah. Mustard and mustard. And then ketchup and ketchup and mustard, and mustard and ketchup and mustard, and then mustard and ketchup and ketchup and mustard, and they all fall down. <laughs> you have to cleanse your palate with a mouthful of ketchup between each of these as well. <laughs> oh. No cheating with half mouthfuls. A mouthful. The ketchup, the ketchup, ketchup is. Ketchup and ketchup and ketchup and ketchup and ketchup and ketchup. The ketchup, ketchup is too much. Mustard and more. The, the ketchup chip and the ketchup is too much. I, I not a, that's the worst one so far. And then the mustard and mustard. What commercial was Ugh. that? Called? ABC Warehouse. ABC Warehouse. Yeah. Okay. Oh, bargains and bargains and bargains. Yay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> All right, we have a new worst, which is the hot mustard and the actual mustard. It's too much mustard. <laughs> All right, I guess I got to go with everything then. So both chips, both sauces. You got to make like a sandwich. Oh, sure. Oh, perfect. All right. I can do that. Well, that means i got to get a flat. Flat chips. Well, no. Hold just on. chips that can nest. No, that's perfect true. Or you can just dip one finger in ketchup, one finger in mustard, hold the two chips, and just stick all your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> all right. There we go. This is so gross, by the way. Yeah, as someone who's very ketchup averse, this is pretty disgusting. <laughs> it's too much (laughs) too much of everything oh you still don't like uh, ketchup no what about mayonnaise Mm, I don't usually choose it what about bisque bisque is fine actually what about a ketchup bisque that sounds terrible (laughs) how about fry sauce I don't think I've even tried it. I think it just sketched me out too much. That's fair. What's what's fry sauce? Uh, you ever been Thousand to Island Circle? without the relish? Where is it from? Arctic Circle. Oh no, that's where it was originally from. But you can get it various places out west. All right, Charlie. Ketchup and mustard chips in your hot dog water. Well, I don't have hot dog water. What? We'll, what? we'll wait. Oh, it's the last day for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I know you got the vacuum. <laughs> Did you throw right. the baby out with the hot dog water? <laughs> <laughs> Anytime me and Paul went on a big hike, he had to prepare his hot dog water to take with us. Yeah, I'm like, hold on, I gotta boil. I take out the camping stove, like 
We're, we're halfway, but I ran out of hot dog water. Thankfully, it's got I brought the a pack of Kogels with me. Kogels. <laughs> 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 just poke a hole in like the packaging, you know, and slurp out that <laughs> <laughs> that hot dog package water. This is the grossest episode we've ever done. <laughs> Right. milk at camp at base camp <laughs> so the winner is the two chips together i think followed by each of the chips alone probably the mustard and then the ketchup and then i guess the mustard chip with ketchup actual ketchup and then the rest of it is just actual know. ketchup he says we don't know what it's like with actual ketchup. We only know what it's like with Target brand catsup. <laughs> no, it's it's catch. It's a K, K E T C H U P. Oh, and it's Target brand. That's good and gather. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, they're up in their their game. That's the, that's the top of the of the store brands. It's, gotta be. <laughs> it's not the I, mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't drink ketchup or eat it (laughs) (laughs) i don't drink ketchup or eat it (laughs) whatever people usually do with ketchup i don't do that (laughs) what any of the normal ketchup activities or the abnormal ones how do you take pills then (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like it's like the daily pill you know you you take one of those like little um like ketchup like paper cups you know like from a fast food place and you right. put all your pills in it first and then you put a few pumps of ketchup on top and just oh all down the shot i snort my ketchup like a good american <laughs> i'm con- for a sinus ketchup rinse <laughs> i mean are you bleeding no that's the ketchup <laughs> yeah how do you pretend to be stabbed if you don't use ketchup uh, use uh, mustard and y'all have been stabbed in the gallbladder there's <laughs> a million to one it, shot it, uh, Doc. paul uh paul doesn't pretend to be stabbed he, he's a, a method actor <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where we go paul we don't need to pretend <laughs> i actually need to get stabbed <laughs> you're gonna be my friend you'd let me stab you (laughs) (laughs) not use ketchup so uh kevin how is zelda no spoilers car already showed me a tiktok of somebody building a gigantic like robot with like a huge penis or something (laughs) that explodes that's that's about right we said no spoilers (laughs) (laughs) penises everywhere It's it is a fantastic game. It's a little overwhelming for me in scope. Like Breath of the Wild was huge, and this is huge like times three because there's like oh, different yes. like layers of Hyrule now. I have absolutely no idea how I'm ever going to beat this, but it is it's it's excellent. I mean Whatever, man, that guy already beat it in ninety minutes. Yep. That's true. I did read that. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I don't even know how to begin to approach it. Like you get to one town and you get sidetracked with like 50 different things. And that's just one tenth of one tenth of like a third of the map. I'm loving it. I'm probably most of the day Friday, let's say 10 hours in. And I'm sure I've scratched like 1% at most of what the game has to offer. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
Haven't seen any penises yet, though, so I guess <laughs> you have to make the other. That's the other ninety-nine percent. Yeah, <laughs> the real tears of the kingdom were the penises we made along the way. <laughs> Penis tears. <laughs> I thought it was oh, pronounced. Gosh. I thought it was pronounced tears. <laughs> well, I'm glad we can cut all this. <laughs> Charlie. Yeah. What's the last video game you beat? I beat? Completed? Finished? Uh, Not oh, hit. Tunic. I beat Tunic. Besides, when was like, that? it was right after I visited you. So March, second week of March. All right. Great job. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just making conversation. Can I, can I say it was what? not my fault you're not fighting. <laughs> Which is such like a not genuine compliment. That it's like, sorry, I can't control the tone of my voice. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm being serious, guys. It's a real problem that I have. No, I'm just Did... writing sub Tim Robinson sketches. Yeah, I can tell. It was good though. <laughs> Did anyone play the Goblins Quest series growing up? Came out in the '90s. Point and click adventures. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that I was like one of them. Goblins Five just came out, and what? I the, the most recent game that I played after I heard that was Goblins Three, which was absolutely one of my. I favorite didn't know there was a Goblins up. Four. It was in 3D, and it was not reviewed well. I have not played it yet, despite oh. loving mm. the the first three. But yeah, the third one was really uh pretty good. I did just buy Broken Sword Five the other day. Oh, how was it? I have no idea, but it was a dollar on the PlayStation <laughs> <Hey>. store. <laughs> yeah, Goblins was fun because it was very unique, like I guess aesthetic to it. I, I there are two versions of it now, but I used to love the way they would like. There was a like English language version, and then there was a Goblinese version where everyone would just make these weird like clicks and strange noises every time they had to speak and for whatever reason it just kind of lives rent free in my mind like the way <laughs> they speak and i can't do it justice trying to repeat it right now but it's kind of a like a like orge orge a back a back like i, I that <laughs> phrase in particular i think of regularly for absolutely no reason i remember the first goblins game i got like i think it was through like a scholastic Hey, thing. like there had barely any video game, like video or computer games in there. And I'm just now remembering this, that you could actually do that. It's the one game I ever got that way. Yeah, I think I played a cracked copy on an Amiga, but I don't know that I got very far. Yeah, those games do sometimes devolve into not so much like logic out what like you can logically figure out you're supposed to do so much as what was the programmer thinking? thinking when they gave you a golf club and what they were thinking is use the golf club on this bird and then the bird will crash into this other thing and then like that's the solution to the puzzle they're yeah. not always clear <laughs> yeah it's a graphic adventure yeah basically <laughs> paul doug and i were for a while going back and forth playing beneath a steel sky and the secret of monkey island yeah, the latter I'm familiar with. Because Paul had not played it before, so we were he was sharing a screen on Skype, and we were watching as he played. <laughs> and then we were doing the same thing for Beneath the Steel Sky, which is like a mid-90s kind of cyberpunk point-and-click. But it's it actually on. free on Steam. 
Ooh. I'm trying to think of what the most like you know obtuse action we ran into during that. Off the top of my head, Secret of Monkey Island. There's like a plank that you have to stand on just right for one of the puzzles. I don't remember yeah. the specifics, but like, uh, like not even finding it and clicking it. You have to make your character like step on it to shoot something in the air, which I thought was completely outrageous at the time. There's also a spitting competition in the sequel where you have to watch the wind, which is (laughs) equally outrageous. Yeah, but there's a wind sock, right? Yeah, Yeah, but like it's the first time in any of those games where you're like really paying attention to the, the what the surroundings are actively doing versus it just kind of being, you know, flavor for the background. So everything's not static. The worst I ever had was there was it was King's Quest. I don't remember which one, maybe four, where you're at a swamp and like you have to like it's clear that you have to jump on these like little they're called tufts just like tufts of ground or something right or else you'll sink into the swamp and the trick is if you tell it to jump on them you fall into the swamp and if you say to leap to them you will fall into the swamp and you have to find the word hop hop is the only word that will work <laughs> after teaching you multiple times that like this is probably not what you're supposed to do right oh jumping doesn't work so why would hopping work it was like weeks I was stuck on the puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> what what Get killed up. me about the King's Quest games was, I mean, Everything stuff like in that. The game? Well, that's the thing. So <laughs> what I distinctly remember, King's Quest V, like I think you start or pretty close to the start. You're in like a little village and you can get like a custard pie. And you could, if you felt so inclined, immediately eat said pie. And there's even like a little audio where King Graham's like, mmm, pie. And then fast forward to like 90% of the way through the game. This pie was missable and eatable. You have to throw this pie at a Yeti. And if you get that far without the pie or having eaten the pie, you are like completely out of luck. You have wasted however many hours or days of your life. You need to restart the game and get said pie and bring it that far forward. It's all the missable stuff. Like the, you know, you can completely screw yourself over for the future in the game. And I, I feel like LucasArts was always a little bit better about, like, unforgivable misses, although the puzzles are equally ridiculous in both. Right, but um, I think the LucasArts philosophy was to not have missable stuff like that. Exactly. Like you might and, get stuck, but it's not because you missed something. It's because you haven't figured out the puzzle yet. And I guess it prolongs playtime. Otherwise, like, that's, like, congrats, you've wasted seven hours. Go back and start from scratch and get another seven hours out of this game. But... <laughs> <laughs> I I definitely like the LucasArts philosophy substantially more than the typical uh, you know fill in the blank quest series. So I don't have a, have a personal story about that, but I'm told that the Neverhood is one of the most egregious offenders because in one of the first few screens there's a like a lever that you have to pull. And it gives you no indication, whether visual or audio, that anything has happened. But this is something that you have to do in order to solve the puzzle way later in the game. Ugh. <laughs> Just insanely hostile design. <laughs> yeah, me and Kenny, we played King's Quest, I think, after after Adam and Brian were in town or something. And I rage quit. 
It, it was just <laughs> like, it was so stupid. And I'm, I'm pretty sure we missed something. He goes, yeah, that's part of the game. Like, if you miss it, like, you just have to start over. And I was like, no, this is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine back in, like, 80s or 90s, you're like, ah, oh, I give up. And then you're like, I don't have any other games <laughs> that I haven't beat. Yeah. I guess I'm going to play it. <laughs> yeah, that's like playing uh, Hitchhiker's Guide way back in the day there's so much missable stuff in that like i played that game so much where it's like oh you have to have done this in the right time you have to grab this and you have to have done this other thing and if you didn't do all those things then later on nope you died i still think the best story we have although i'm sure we've told it on the podcast is when adam and i went to our friend john's house and we (laughs) had uh we both had separately played um sam and max hit the road and Mm -hmm. I had the audio version, like a CD version, so like I heard all the sound. Or wait, no, no it's no, the opposite no. way. No, Adam way. had yeah. that. Adam had the audio version, and I had the disc version where it didn't have the the voices. Um, the voices. And so we brought my version over and played it and just sat there and played through the whole game that we had both played through already and just did the voices out loud. <laughs> 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 While our friend John was just like, had no interest in this whatsoever. <laughs> he was playing like N64 over the corner by himself. He's like, all right, that's what you want to do, fine. <laughs> I, mi- I miss those friends. Like, In I, retrospect, I, I, like, like such a good support. <laughs> <laughs> Went to his house, ate his food, drank his pop, used his computer, didn't interact with him. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I strive to be that friend someday. <laughs> Sometimes you are, Paul. Sometimes you have people over and everyone's playing their own video games. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I really, we got to do that uh, next time. As they're all in town. I remember I was more of like a voyeur of everybody that was just like playing all these different things. And someone's like, would say a game and then Paul would get really excited. He's like, I've got it. And he'd like, we run in. (laughs) Go like, go like pull a box out of the closet and like start scattering things all over the place. Like it's He's like, I somewhere. got a TV, too. He'd, like, bring a TV downstairs, set it up. <laughs> <laughs> got an extra CRT just for the occasion. <laughs> and then, then I would just... Stations. And then I would just go onto YouTube and just play funny videos. Oh, my gosh. And... I remember that. <laughs> just look over. Just Tony's looking at more Shrek memes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> There can't possibly be more. They don't stop coming and they don't stop coming and they don't stop coming and they don't stop coming. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Shrek memes were kind of big back then. They were. All those great. That was really kind of the peak, like high effort memes era. Important videos. My favorite was when we watched, it was me, Adam, and Paul. I think it was in Arizona. And we were up way too late watching stupid video, you know, like meme videos and stuff and it was like an Anna like a like an instant you know move to the next video and it and we're all kind of like getting to the end of it but nobody wanted to say like all right we're done for the night and then Paul's video the pizza dough came on and we all agreed that we were gonna stop watching <laughs> <laughs> you remember that yeah Adam? wait wasn't that my memory is that was at Williamston yeah yeah was it Williamston oh okay yeah I, it was one of the one of the times but yeah that was that was awesome that was when I realized that I've arrived you know, yeah, you are I'm by a... far the most famous person on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Let's see how many views that video has right now. I like to check it every <laughs> once in a while. <laughs>
<laughs> Down to 6,000. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. That Williamston, like, shenanigans, it feels like a lifetime ago. That was yeah. the first post-pandemic pod? Well, post. After the pandemic, like, kicked off. That, that was the first one, right? Was that 2021? I think so. Here, well, here, let me get my list out of shenanigans that I have here. Yeah. It looks like it's kind of it stalled is. out at 171,000 right now. Uh, yeah, 2021. It is uh, edition seven of the shenanigans. So just to recap, in 2015, we had shenanigans. The original. The original. Then in 2016, we had shenanigans 16. Then in 2017, the third one was shenanigans. I believe because Paul was going to make a banana hammock out of sweatpants. Oh, yeah. And then at the end of 2017, the fourth one was Shenanigivingza. That's the boss baby one. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and then we skipped a year. And then in 2019 was Shenana Defendia OO 2019. Double O 2019. Well, you got to prepare for the future. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how else are you going to get to the year uh four twenty sixty nine. And then the sixth one in twenty twenty, March twenty twenty, was Shanana Galactica. Because we went to a dark COVID. sky park. Yeah. It was kind of like a COVID as well, because we thought we might get stuck in Arizona because everything was shutting down when it we was. were in Arizona. That's time where we went to half price books and listened to the lady talk about how there had been like eighteen other COVIDs or something. <laughs> I know, and I had to walk out because I was so upset. It's COVID Mark 19. (laughs) I like that I was so upset about something I knew so little about. (laughs) I don't know much, but I know that's wrong. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I'm so silly of me. And then the most recent last year was Shanana 40s Part 1 colon Shanana Cabins. Yeah, it was at Big Bear Lake, California. First time that... uh, that shenanigans had gone to California. But not the last. Hopefully. I guess we don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of thinking that'd be the last California one. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it'd be the last shenanigans. <laughs> just shut it down. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm down to hang out, but, you know. <laughs> not in a structured way. <laughs> yeah, too, much, guys. too much expectation. I'd rather... I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather live in Arizona than be alive in California. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Is that an Arrested Development reference? Yes, it is. Hey, <laughs> I connected the dots. <laughs> but Charlie, when are you going to join us for a full shenanigans? Uh, when should we do it? Where should we do it? Uh, maybe in 16 years. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> things, things free up for me around then. <laughs> Wait, didn't you get didn't you get pulled over for the Williamson I did, one? yeah mm-hmm. well, we talked about that didn't we it seems like we would have yeah, talked we did. about it yeah but, but yeah. Uh, he wasn't there for the full the full week yeah you were just That's at my true. house yeah. while i was not there <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> like all the best shenanigans <laughs> but yeah speaking of uh shenanigans and many tiny shenanigans. Tony's going to be in town next weekend by release date. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yep. He's coming to see my show. Ooh. What show is that? It's called The Great American Trailer Park Musical. 
It's as classy as it sounds, and I have the lead male role. I play Norbert. He is a toll collector who is having an affair with a stripper. Oh, okay. And Adam uh, is flying me in to uh, be an, a professional crier, so I can cry at the, the show. Exactly. I'm spending $12 <laughs> to fly Tony in. Wait, is that for real? No, he's spending not, $12. I'm not spending $12. It's all of his pizza <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you buy enough I dominoes, it, you can fly to Arizona. Is it really only twelve dollars? <laughs> yeah, I'm using I'm using miles, but yeah. Wow. Wow, yeah. that's a lot of Delta, pizza. Delta was <laughs> running miles. <laughs> How many miles of pizza? <laughs> it's supposed to be very thinly cut slices. <laughs> Honestly, my life seems a lot longer when I consider all the dominoes points I have. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. does that mean <laughs> yeah you look at those points you've been like you know i've been around for a while I, yeah i've been really i've been being dominoes have been through it i've had I, a good run I make, a, I make it a point to never use any points at dominoes oh i see i was like it only I, takes you a week to get a free pizza it's <laughs> well, no, yeah, because Adam, you you only buy like you know ten point like well, isn't it? It doesn't matter it's how just much like you spend. You spend a hundred dollars yeah. there, and they'd give you ten points. You get ten points. It's ridiculous. <laughs> or, or spend that's why you have to place a ton of separate orders. Yeah, <laughs> or you place an order for a large pizza, and then you place a separate order for the breadsticks and the drink, and then a separate order for the other pizza. And you're like, hey, I've got four orders. I'm picking up separately. Oh, see, in my mind, I thought you were getting them all delivery, so you're just going to get, like, four <laughs> delivery drivers. <laughs> oh, they I all show up. Like... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, I'm still stuck on uh, the concept of miles. And it's like, you go to Little Caesars, and it's like, yeah, our rewards program is, uh, you get a free pizza for every mile of breadsticks you buy. <laughs> wow. That's a lot, a lot of crazy bread. Delta and Domino's does a partnership. You get miles for the amount of miles of breadsticks you <laughs> join the Mile High Pizza Club. <laughs> it's because if you have enough miles, they give you your now needed second seat for free. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but I was pretty excited because Delta sent me an email that was like it was twenty five percent off of the miles. So I did a little search and I was like, oh shoot. I can get for under like 30,000 miles uh, a flight out to Arizona. So I texted Adam and said, it's going to cost me $12. What do you think? And he had to think about it for a while. Uh, <laughs> I mean, $12 is a lot of dollars. That's more than $11. You know, $12 ain't just spending money. That's saving money. <laughs> anyway, I think that about wraps it up for another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. My name is Charlie Wallace. I'm Adam Gobeski and... Special thanks to our four Zelda Metroid guests. We had Tony Huff. Uh, thank you very much. Doug Gobeski. Pleasure to be here. Paul Wilcox. Thanks for having me. And the legend himself, Kevin Vredevogt. Oh, uh, well, thanks for having me. Because Zelda legend. I pieced that together, right, but good. appreciate it nonetheless. <laughs> the legend of Kevin. <laughs> Not because of you. Man, I'm going to name all my Zelda protagonists, Kevin. <laughs> it is underwhelming, let me tell you from experience. <laughs>
Thanks again for joining us on another episode of the Kobeski Wallace Report. You can check us out on Facebook or Twitter if you'd like. And of course, you can visit our website, www.kobeskiwallacereport.com, which features all of our previous episodes. So you can reminisce about the time that Charlie was attacked by a beaver. I don't think that happens. So many memories. Why would you do this? What? I don't understand. Am I in trouble? I Why just, am I here? I was just asking about the rule. <laughs> God. Every single reference to that show um, should not entertain me as much as it does. <laughs> <laughs>